background. And one thing I'm gonna let you guys know about me is that I cannot simply just listen to music. Music to me is all about an experience. It has to move me, it has to soothe me, it has to speak to my soul. If I'm not dancing to it, I might be singing along and playing some air drums. I grew up dancing, doing show choir, also did musical theater, so music is, well, pun somewhat intended, an instrumental part of my life. When I was in college, in fact, Carrie Underwood, the Carrie Underwood, came to little Johnson City, Tennessee, my best friend Amanda and I were so excited. So we're at the concert, we're ready to sing, we're ready to dance, and we see her, we start singing at the top of our lungs, and all of a sudden, through the music, which this guy was being super disruptive to me, but through the music, this guy is yelling at us. He's like, ladies, sit down. The audacity, he told us to sit down at a Carrie Underwood concert. I'm still, if you cannot tell, flabbergasted by this to this day. Who actually wants to sit down and just listen and watch when one of the most talented vocalists in the whole universe is performing and in the same room as you? You are tuning in to For Better Self and Net Worth Podcast. This is a podcast where I encourage you to live the life of your dreams by adopting the right mindset, navigating through tough challenges, and respecting your bank account. I interview entrepreneurs and empire builders from across the globe as they share how they have come to live the lives of their dreams and the challenges they had to break through. I also have a few solo episodes where I talk about the lessons learned and navigating in a world full of naysayers, negative mindsets, and money grabbers. I personally believe that attitude is everything, and with the right attitude, you can get the life that you dream of. I'm so glad you're on this journey with me. If you're listening, make sure you have hit the subscribe button, and on Apple, give me some love by leaving a review. Most of all, I hope every episode you hear on here leaves you inspired and on fire to live your best life without breaking the bank. Hello, hello. Welcome back to For Better Self and Net Worth. It's your host, Ella. And as you may already know, I've decided that January being my birth month, 100th episode coming up, and with solo episodes getting the most positive feedback, I am doing a whole month of what I call my pep talks. You guys tell me that you love my pep talks, so I'm giving you all what you love, my pep talks. So to be honest, I like to intuitively come up with what I speak about on the show or the questions that I ask my guests as it happens. Sometimes I'll have some notes written down. I'll say, okay, I'll talk about this. I'll talk about that. And I just let the message flow. But I knew by Friday night exactly what I was going to talk about because I had an incredible experience. I'm going to go ahead and tell you what it was. So my friend Brittany invited me to go to an immersive event in Nashville. I had no idea what that meant. I thought it was going to be just a yoga class. And when we got there, we found out that the yoga was separate. So we didn't know really what to expect. And what they told us is that it was a wellness event and an experience for catering to your senses, your sight, smell, hearing, those three of the four senses. We got the taste afterwards with a delicious bowl of ramen, but that was totally separate. 
But we walked into the sensory experience not knowing what to expect. And then we go into the room where we have it and we see all this brilliant art that's interchangeably all around where we had this event, it was inside of a production studio where they shoot a lot of commercials. So there's all a lot of the green screens. Well, the screens were filled with all of this art that's just eye popping, all the bright colors. And it kind of felt like Las Vegas to me, except I was totally sober, wearing yoga pants. I had money in my bank account, wasn't having to throw any away. And it was just a really cool experience. They gave us headphones. So it kind of felt like a silent disco. We put the headphones on and then Alicia, the founder, she spoke over the headphones and talked about why she founded the company Exist. And Exist is a company that travels to major cities. They rent out production studios and they give us an experience where we get to sit back, enjoy the art, enjoy the sound that we hear and even the smell. We had smells of lavender oil and eucalyptus filly air. And she decided to do this because she basically got burnt out and she was chasing just chasing, not chasing, but climbing the corporate ladder. She owned a couple businesses. She was a workaholic and she realized that she was merely just blending in. She really wasn't fully existing. She said, this is no way to live life. And she said that being there, traveling to the cities, being in Nashville was just a dream come true to her. And you could sense it in the energy that she brought and energy and all of the employees with this company. So after she did her introduction, we were playing this music. And since the event was right after yoga, it wasn't unexpected that we were being led by one of our colleagues into a meditation and a breathing exercise. So we we're just being mindful of her breath like you would at the beginning of a yoga class. He then started talking us through the music. We listened to this beautiful music in the background. And one thing I'm going to let you guys know about me is that I cannot simply just listen to music. Music to me is all about an experience. It has to move me. It has to soothe me. It has to speak to my soul. If I'm not dancing to it, I might be singing along and playing some air drums. I grew up dancing, doing show choir, also did musical theater. So music is, well, pun somewhat intended, an instrumental part of my life. When I was in college, in fact, Carrie Underwood, the Carrie Underwood, came to little Johnson City, Tennessee, my best friend Amanda and I were so excited. So we're at the concert. We're ready to sing. We're ready to dance. And we see her. We start singing at the top of our lungs. And all of a sudden, through the music, which this guy was being super disruptive to me, but through the music, this guy is yelling at us. He's like, ladies, sit down. The audacity. He told us to sit down at a Carrie Underwood concert. I'm still, if you cannot tell, flabbergasted by this to this day. Who actually wants to sit down and just listen and watch when one of the most talented vocalists in the whole universe is performing and in the same room as you? Amanda and I, after the concert, may or may not have called our local radio station and complained about this guy because it was it was an assault on us, telling us to sit down at a Carrie Underwood concert. And me, as I stated recently, I cannot just sit down and listen to music. I have to just be absorbing the music. So I'm going to go back to the event on Friday. So as the music was playing, it was, you know, there were no lyrics. It was pure music. It was just very soothing very energetic. It was hard to explain. 
But as the beat changed, so did my movement. So I was in the meditative state. I had my eyes closed and I was just swaying back and forth, just being grateful that I was there, just in the moment, enjoying this experience, smelling the lavender oil. And then I just started raising my arms, doing contemporary movement with it. And maybe minutes into it, I was in the middle of the dance. I had my eyes closed. It then dawned on me that not everyone in the room had their eyes closed. Some of them were looking at the art. In that very moment, as I opened my eyes, I feel my hand smacking a guy's chest. And I look at him and he looks and he just smiles at me and laughs. And he's like, just, he's like motioning for me, giving me the thumbs up, like keep moving, keep moving. It was just a great moment. And then I see a couple other people swaying back and forth. I'm dancing. So we're all in the moment. And then I just start dancing, just, yeah, I, you know, I already was dancing it to begin with, so I just keep dancing with my eyes open, and then I felt a, another pun, I'm so sorry, but another pun coming, I felt a movement spread across the room, and it was just so magical. We were all wearing earphones, so we really couldn't speak to each other, but we could walk up and dance with one another. We could interact with each other, knowing that you know, Brittany was the only person I knew going into this event. We were all just interacting and having the best time. We formed a large circle. People took turns dancing in the middle of it, doing their favorite dance. And at the end of the event, we all got around, just started holding hands. The music got soft and just smiling and being present in the moment. And it was, it was incredible. I mean, most of us did not know each other in that room, but we were there. We were present with each other. We had no judgment. And I came to this event with no expectations, walked out of it, just realizing how incredible it was. I thought it was just going to be a yoga class. No, this was an experience like no other. So if the company exists, exists experience is the Instagram account, exists experience, one word. If they come to your city, you have to go. They're coming back to Nashville and Brittany and I are already psyched about going back to it. But yeah, it was an experience like no other. And after this experience, as I was getting my shoes on, getting ready to walk up, one of the ladies from Moses came up to me and she said, I just want to thank you for bringing your energy into this. You were the first person to start moving and we loved it. We loved watching you move to it. We loved watching you embrace the music. And I was almost just, it, it was such a compliment. It almost brought tears to my eyes. I just, at that moment I was like, okay, I was courageous enough to dance like no one was watching because I had my eyes closed and didn't realize people were watching, but they were. And I just felt liberated walking out to walking out of the event. And, you know, most cases, if I'm going to break out and dance, there's just this fear of being judged and being looked at and not wanting to be in the spotlight. But I walked out and realized, okay, now maybe I was being judged, but I was being judged in a positive way. They were grateful that I came in and started dancing and that everybody else started dancing and it just enjoyed themselves in the moment. This all led me to think, what ways am I holding myself back for the fear of being judged? What ways do we all do this? As a society, as human beings, what ways do we hold ourselves back because we're afraid of being judged? If I had my eyes wide open and seen that everyone was sitting still, I probably would have done the same. I probably would have just tried to stand still and maybe tapped my feet or moved just you know, very minimally, instead of just waving my arms and just really embracing the music, I just, you know, I was taught to, taught to blend in. I had an experience when I was in middle school show choir, something kind of similar, 
uh, middle school show choir as we were traveling to the elementary schools and performing, some of the teachers and parent chaperones told me that they loved watching me. They said I had a big smile on my face and I sang and danced to the max and just enjoyed myself. They're like, man, you really get into it. We love watching you. Well, the other middle schoolers, however, nearby did not. They even, when we were riding from lunch to one of the elementary schools, they all gathered around me. Even some people that I thought were my closest friends telling me that I needed to tone it down because I was making the rest of them look stupid. I'll never forget it. Then a year later in Color Guard, I did, we had a un. We had a uniform where we were dressing up like Phantom of the Opera and we wore this like cover on the, the costume was just hideous. I'm not going to lie. We were supposed to dress like, you know, old school opera singers. Oh, gag. But it was a great show. Well, the best part was we got to wear our hair in a pretty updo, have some tendrils and, you know, the makeup that we got to wear. And I was really excited. My mom put my hair in this beautiful updo before I had to go to the high school and get ready. And one of the other freshmen pulled me aside and she said, yeah, your hairstyle is just way too much. You're going to have to tone that down. The rest of us just have French braids. You're going to have to tone that down. And yet the seniors agreed that I had to tone it down. So here I was trying not to cry when they took down my updo and put it in a French braid as if people would see us from the top of the field anyway. And just to put it in perspective, we're all on a field marching and everybody's sitting up in the stands. There were no monitors back then, but I still had to blend in with everyone else. And it hurt my soul. It hurt my soul even more to learn a few weeks ago that my nephew who's six years old and he is an extraordinary talented soccer player. He's very intelligent for his age. I mean, just all around great kid, but other parents and coaches came up to complain about him because he was scoring too much and outshining the other kids. They said, go ahead and give the other kids, including his opponents, a chance to score. The funny thing is he actually tried. He would take the ball up to the goal and have one of his teammates give them a chance to score and they wouldn't. So you know what he did? He finished the job himself and I am so proud of him. He did not let these, you know, parents who acted like bratty children, to be honest with you, and are probably raising bratty children. That's just my opinion. He did not let these immature adults tell him what he could and could not do. He got the job done. He got what he was on that field to do. And what he was there to do was to score. And he did it. Do you really think coach is going to tell or anyone's going to tell Ryan Tannehill of the Tennessee Titans that he scores too many touchdowns? My guess is no one is telling that. I mean, literally no one is telling him that. Do you think Josh Allen of the Buffalo Bills, you think people are going to talk him out of scoring touchdowns for the Super Bowl? Of course not, because that's the point. They are on that field because they are talented. They have skills. They are training for it and they want to score. But what happens is Sometimes we shrink our talents and our abilities just for the fear of upstaging others or for the fear that we're offending people by shining. Someone gives you a compliment, tells you that they like your purse. What do you say? Oh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh, you know, I just got this from Target or someone tells you, you look great. Oh, well, well thanks. Yeah, I just got my hair cut. Do you ever do you ever find yourself doing that? Someone gives you a compliment just trying to override it? Why not just say thank you and go on with it? Thank you. I like my hair too. Thank you. I love this bag. It's awesome. We we normally don't do that. And why not? I'll never forget. One of my dance instructors told me years ago something that is always going to stick with me. And she said that, you know, I get, I was like worried about talking about my dance class for people who are going to judge me for it. And she said, well, you know, women 
people are going to judge you anyway, because women are told not to take up too much space. And this is not only physically as we're in the grocery store and, you know, taking too much space in the aisle or in the elevator or really any public space. We're subconsciously not only to not take up too much space, we're not supposed to have too much attention. We're not supposed to be funny. I read an article that funny women aren't attractive. What the hell? We're not attractive if we're funny? We can't be both? What? Or heaven forbid, we celebrate an accomplishment. We got a promotion. We, you know, landed that deal. We, we learned how to do something awesome. Why can't we brag about it? Why can't we say, hey, guess what? You'll never get this. I just finished my portfolio and I think it looks fantastic. Why can't we say that? I never thought that years ago, like half my life ago, that being booed in a talent show in high school or having middle schoolers get mad at me for upstaging them would have such an impact on me. But sadly, as much as I love performing, as much as I do like being the center of attention, as much as I like to tell funny jokes, I still get shy around it. I still feel bad about it. If I take up a conversation, if I take up the spotlight, or if I get complimented in front of everybody else, I can still, you know, have these nagging subconscious saying, okay, you got to tone that down. But you know what? Why? Why should I? Why should I dim my light to fit in? Why should you dim your light to fit in? This is what I want you guys to do. When you listen to this show, what I'm challenging you to, and this is a short episode, but I just have so much passion around this. And I feel like so many people need to hear this. What would you do if you were not afraid of judgment? Would you start that social media account? Would you get up and sing karaoke in a town full of ridiculously talented musicians only because you love that song so much? As long as what you're doing is not malicious, rude, or really hurtful to others, you should carry yourself in the brightest way possible. You should want to take up that space because you know what? The world needs to see you. Think about your posture on a day-to-day basis. How do you carry yourself? Think about the inflection of your voice, the eye contact. Are you afraid of being too loud? Are you afraid that you're going to creep people out by making eye contact? Are you afraid if you're standing up straight that it's going to make you look taller than other people's? Well, you know what? So what? If you're taller than somebody, you're taller than somebody. But what talents do you want to start embracing? What do you want to show off? What is something you want to get better at? It dawned on me that one of my best friends for the weekend that went to the event with me, she didn't know that I grew up dancing. She didn't know. And I'm like, oh, well, that's a huge part of my life. I wonder why she didn't know. It's because I don't talk about it. She, she probably didn't know that I grew up singing either because I don't talk about that very much. I have so many friends who are musicians. I just, you know, I let them be known for singing and I don't want to take that away from them. But it wouldn't be taking that away from them. The world needs great singers. I mean, what if we all were great singers? I don't know that that's possible, but what if we all were? There are people out there. There are not not a lot of people, but there are people out there. You and I both know this. I'm not going to call anyone out on their air, but they sing off key. They have stroke. They have a hard time sounding great. They don't sound great at all. They even, there's one really, really, really popular singer that does not know how to sing, in my opinion, that I actually had to walk out in the middle of our concert because I thought she sounded terrible definitely not Carrie Underwood. It's somebody else. But this person, I don't think can sing, but she makes millions and sells out so many shows. So let me ask you, what are you afraid of doing? What is it that you want to do, but you're afraid of being judged for? Because you know what? Somebody that's way worse than you is doing it and they're being successful at it. 
So what I want you to do this week is put any judgment of yourself aside and really go for a force. Do something that you absolutely love. Live in that moment because we're not here just to blend in, but we want to fully exist. Be true to yourself. I want to leave you guys with this quote that I found on the weekend. It's from an Instagram account. And I did repost it. I could not find the original author, but I really want to quote it to you because it's so powerful. It says, do not adapt to the energy in the room. Influence the energy in the room. You get to influence the energy in the room. You've got positive. If you're constructive and you've got something to say, be that influence. Do not be afraid to shine. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you feel inspired by this message. I hope you're inspired to shine. Do whatever you want. Take that compliment. Walk tall. Just be the best most maximized, most extra, as we say in 2023, be the most extra version of yourself without any shame. Thank you all so much for listening. And I truly love every single one of you. Thank you guys for your feedback. Thank you guys for engaging. And I look forward to bringing you guys another message next week. You are listening to For Better Self and Net Worth. In this community, we think you'll find your self-worth comes before your net worth and everything else. We also think you were designed to go after the life you want by ditching societal norms, knowing exactly who you are as an individual, and going after your unique purpose here on this earth. Every week, Ella interviews an entrepreneur that designed the life they wanted among the challenges, naysayers, and leaving outside their comfort zone. Or you're going to hear straight from Ella, where she talks about the important lessons she's learned in life and how she's achieved the overall happiness she has. This is Ella, the host for Better Self and Net Worth. Based out of Nashville, Tennessee, she makes every single day an adventure. You'll always find her right here behind the microphone, sharing all her thoughts with all of you. And we appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode.